0: Hey everyone, this is Natalie with Confessions of a Reluctant Caregiver, and you're listening to our special series, Diary of a Caregiver, Unashamed, Unafraid, and Uncut. In this series, I read my entries from the CaringBridge.com website, and I use this site to provide updates to our family and friends, as well as post photos and videos. It was great, honestly. As a reminder, we are posting the transcript and the photos, which you do not want to miss. Uh, that will be on our Facebook group, Caregiver Confessions. That's how you find it, Caregiver Confessions. And we'd love for you to join this new group where you'll find the series, all kinds of resources, a place to engage with our members. And of course, you can engage with JJ and myself. It is Great. So really encourage you to go and follow us there and that way you can see all the photos because the photos are really tied all together fantastically. So let's get started with today's entry. Today I am reading entry number 11. The date is May 31st, 2022 and the title is and so it begins day one. Now this is day one of our treatment and I can tell you It was a long day. It was a long day because we had uh, chemotherapy and radiation treatment and our day started at 7 a.m. with treatment, not that we got up at 7. So without further ado. Hello, friends. This is a short one, but I wanted to drop a quick update. The good news, we made it. We made it through day one, but boy, are we exhausted physically, mentally, and emotionally. We experienced all the feels of a first day excitement to finally get started kicking cancer's butt, anxiety about what to expect, fear of the unknown, and everything in between. We put on our smiles, our brave faces, and expressed gratitude to every person we met. And of course, in return, experienced the same generosity and kindness from every person we met. The morning was a bit hectic, which was to be expected, but we made our way to the New York Proton Center and successfully had Jason's first treatment. We met with several doctors who reminded us of our symptoms and how to treat them. Check. Then we made our way to Memorial Sloan Kettering gave our weekly payment of blood for the clinical trial, and then met with our chemo oncologist. She gave us all the dastardly side effects and treatments for them. So we stocked up on the appropriate lotions for crispy skin, it's coming, and four different types of anti-nausea medication, check. Then it was off to chemo and whew, that took a minute, more like six hours, but we had all the technology one could carry to entertain us. As we sat there watching the last few ounces of IV fluids drip into his veins, we reflected on our first day. First of 15 radiation treatments, done. First of four chemotherapy days, finished. We succeeded. Nailed it. Owned it. Finito. Called it a day. And more important, we are grateful, grateful for the emails, cards, texts, calls, and words of encouragement from so many of you. It means more than you'll ever know. Tomorrow is day two, radiation at 7 a.m., followed by chemo at 9.15. We'll finish well before 5 p.m., so I'm banking on a workout and nap time tomorrow. Silver linings for today. One, kindness and generosity was everywhere. Two, ate my favorite food, of course, at Memorial Sloan Kettering. Three, Jason was a warrior. Four, we are one day closer to being cancer-free. Five, and the best, lots of answered prayers. So keep those prayers coming. The power is in the belief and our connection to each of you. Thank you for being part of our tribe. I love you all, Nat. Okay, here's what I didn't talk about. And I'm going to start with getting to the Proton Center. That was hectic. I, I, I didn't even go into our first ride on Uber. This is, we'd be, we, we'd taken Uber numerous times, but this was like the first ride to the New York Proton Center. We had to be on time. And we had no problem whatsoever. So thank you, Uber. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that was the first of many to our doctor's appointments. Um, but imagine going in, we've signed in, and Jason walks back. And then I sit there, and, and I'm going to tell you, I'm always listening to my Christian music statement uh, station, uh, Divine Sound Radio on Amazon Music. It's free And all I can say is like, thank you, Amazon, because I, when I say I listened to it every day, I listened to it before when I woke up in the morning and I was getting everything ready before Jason got up, I listened to it. And while he was in treatment, I listened to it anytime I was by myself, I had no interest in watching TV. I just needed comfort and music is so regulating. It was just it's It's so good. And so, um, the Christian radio station really brought me so much comfort. But it's seven a m. Jason's going back there, and I just start crying. I'm listening to music and I'm crying, and i'm I'm feeling so overwhelmed. You know, I, I just I, ha- I was by myself, um, and I'm grateful that I was by myself as the realization kind of washed over me. We're in New York City. We're not there for vacation. Jason is getting cancer treatment, and honestly, I felt so alone. And I just, I just sat there. I just felt sorry for myself. I just kept thinking, I'm not supposed to be here. And then I have those moments. You know how those moments where you're like, you're, you're upset and you feel sorry for yourself, and then you just get pissed a little bit, and you're like, I can't believe this is happening to me. This is not what I signed up for. I mean, I'm serious when I say. I'm sitting there like, I didn't sign up for this in my marriage. Like I didn't sign up for this. Like I love Jason. I'd bury him a thousand times over, but I didn't, I didn't want cancer. This is not what our life was meant to be. We're supposed to be at home with the dogs and we're going to work and we're living a great life with our friends and family. And yeah, that's not where we were. And I kept thinking, why me? And it really wasn't why me? I didn't ask myself that. I asked God. I said, God, why me? So then after a solid five-minute pity party as a, you know, snot knoll, I'm by myself. Thank God, honestly. (laughs) It's the first appointment. So I'm by myself in this very beautiful waiting room with a bazillion feet tall ceilings and butterflies. And it it was, yeah, clearly whoever designed the New York Proton Center definitely had calming in mind because the colors were beautiful and everything just felt okay. I dried it up, you know, finished up the snot Fest and and Lis continued listening to music and just I started feeling better because I just I, you know, cast my fears on you. Um, is what I kept hearing, cast cast my fears on you, which is on God. Um, and out comes Jason. Um we connect our eyes first. I see him. And then he smiles at me, it's just this big smile. And I feel this overwhelming sense of relief. I mean, I couldn't believe he was smiling at me. He had just had his head radiated. I'm sitting there thinking I, I was expecting some of it to be smaller or something. And I mean, talk about putting things into perspective. I'm sitting here boohooing over my bad, my quote unquote, bad life. And he just had his head radiated. I'm like, what am I doing? And I think I had to acknowledge, allow myself to feel sorry, to feel bad, to say this wasn't fair, to get over it. Like, okay, it's not fair now shut up and do something different. <laughs> and so he, then he comes up to me and he, he asked me, he's like, what's wrong. And I just looked at him stunned. Like, what do you mean? What's wrong? I'm like, I'm sitting here in New York and you've gotten your head radiated and we're not supposed to be here. And I didn't say that. I mean, honestly, cause I'm like, hello, I'm supposed to be I'm the wife little did I know really as I'm really also the caregiver, caregiver. And, um, I said, you know, I said, oh, it's just really hard just having the realization of everything going on. I just feel awful that you have to have that. I didn't want to tell him I was having my own personal pity party. So, cause I thought, gosh, he'll judge me being like, what do you got to complain about? You're sitting out here just chilling. Then I quickly said, how'd it go? And he said, it was okay. And the mask really freaked him out, but he made it. And then he laughed and said, Look at the marks on my head and on my face. I look like a tuna who got caught in a net. Now the pictures are going to be up on the, on the site, but he was right. He absolutely looked like someone had put fishnet over his head and kind of like sprayed it so that you could see the lines. Like he had gotten caught in tuna, and so we laughed and then we went off and we went on to Memorial sun Kettering for the chemo appointments. And so, but I, I, I'm looking at the pictures, um, just kind of reflecting back. And we, we always took photos every day. And, uh, and so the other piece I want to make sure I hit on is when we get to chemo, um, we, we of course gave like 5,000 vials of blood, uh, for the trial. And then we go in and they had said like chemo will be six hours. I'm thinking, God, that's a long time. How much medicine are they putting in his body? And that's not how chemo works. I didn't know this. Um, Chemotherapy, you have to have, um, you have to be hydrated enough because the cisplatin, which is his uh, chemo medicine for him, um, is you have to have, it will, it will destroy your kidneys. And so they have to make sure your kidneys are functioning well and that you're hydrated enough. And so you have to have an hour and a half to two hours of fluids, which they call hydration. It's not what you think. I talk about hydration later. It's kind of funny. I'm like, I don't ever come out looking better when he goes to hydration. Um, and he has to urinate a certain amount, um, And if he doesn't, he can't take the cisplatin. So it was an hour and a half to two hours of the fluids, just fluids. And then he had an hour and a half of the cisplatin, which was his chemo medicine. And then after that, he has to have another hour and a half to two hours of hydration to make sure everything, again, is that the chemo medication does not destroy his kidneys because high side effect, (laughs) It, could, it chemotherapy will destroy your kidneys. Cisplatin destroys your kidneys if you're not hydrated well enough. And so they check for they check those levels every day to make sure he's appropriately hydrated. That's the last thing you want to do. So that's just a heads up on how those six hour days go. So when he has two sessions, each session is two as a two day round. And so he had two, so day one and day two, and then day twenty and twenty one. So just a heads up on that. Okay. So here's the thing for me to say that I wasn't meant to be here. And I mentioned that at the beginning, like I was upset. I was wrong. I look back at it now a year later and I can think, yeah, yeah. I was exactly where I was supposed to be. I was exactly where God wanted me to be because if I hadn't been here, I wouldn't be talking to you. So his plan is perfect. No matter if we understand or not, his plan is perfect. So we don't always get what we want. We don't always understand why behind why we're going through the hard, but he has a purpose and I keep walking it. Have a great day, guys. I'll see you tomorrow.